Hello everyone, hope you're all doing well. Welcome to another podcast, interview conducted by Mike Mullaney from WBMX, Mix 104.1, Mix104.1.radio.com. daughter to uh, mitochondrial disease and immediately sparked my mind because a good friend of mine Michael Goldberg has not only dealing with this day-to-day himself but he's also started an organization we mentioned last time called Hugs for Mito and Michael joins us on the phone right now it's good to talk to you my friend good to talk to you my friend thanks for having us on I know this is like multiple times I think we need to make this more often because you're doing great work and I guess this falls under the auspice of rare disease but it's a disease unfortunately I've heard a little bit more about more people I've run into um, have talked about mitochondrial disease and it's something that you've dealt with and you know you and I were in high school together and uh, from Stoughton go Black Knights and to find out that someone was dealing with this and it's a and it's an illness which it sparked a memory because when I was growing up in Stoughton, I, I had, uh, um, Mr. Pierce was my biology teacher and he always taught about the mighty mitochondria, the powerhouse of the cell. And that really is what it come down to. So tell me about what you're dealing with the mitochondrial disease and why you wanted to launch Hugs for Mito because it's a wonderful organization doing excellent work. Thank you. Well, I believe I told you in prior conversations that you were gonna hear a lot more about mitochondrial disease. It is a rare disease. It's a disease that primarily affects children and babies, but adult onset is being diagnosed more and more. Hugs for Mito wants to get out in front of it. We work with a brilliant doctor that is Mass General Hospital Hospital affiliated. Her name is Dr. Amel Cara. And one thing that I really want to make clear this morning, Mike, is that she's not just a one-trick pony. Yes, my core disease is mitochondrial disease, but Dr. Kara deals in many complex diseases, rare diseases, and Hugs for Mito backs and supports her research. So we're not just mitochondrial disease, we support all rare disease, and if I deliver any message today, that's one that I really want to deliver. Yeah, because you, you, you know, the, one of the things that you know you come to realize over the years of dealing with, uh, you know, nonprofits, charities, those trying to make a difference, is that some of the organizations, and I'm not going to fault them for this, but they really become fundraising machines, and they kind of dominate the the scene of how to raise money. And there, are, the reality is, is that there are so many folks dealing with a variety of different maladies, which really do need research. And the rare diseases, you would think that would would need even more so because there hasn't been a great deal of research done and there haven't been as many breakthroughs as in some of these other illnesses yeah you're absolutely correct you know there's 7,000 rare diseases out there you know many often diseases that you know don't have you know the funding or the research dollars and that's what we're trying to do we're trying to create the awareness we're trying to create the fundraising um, hopefully research trials and some cures and that's um, 
It's a difficult task. We need the support. One of the things I do want to direct people to as we talk today is the website, hugsformido.org. It looks like you revamped the thing. It looks very, very sharp right now. And there's all kinds of information there. There's podcasts. You'll hear this one of one of the podcasts if you go there uh, this week. There's information about events coming up, which we'll talk about. But main thing I want to ask, and that's hugsformido.org. I do want to get back to the initial illness in case folks have missed our previous conversations. You know, you painted this picture, which was so vivid to me, and I've never forgot it. They said, imagine trying to, you you said, imagine trying to power your entire house with one battery. How would that work out? And immediately, you really get to understand, no way, you're not going to get that done. So what what actually is going on in mitochondrial disease, and what, how does it impact people? Well, in layman's terms, you know, mitochondrial disease is considered or called the energy disease it's a cell disease so your cells comprise all of you so line up a hundred patients and a hundred patients can all present differently from head to toe Uh, you can present with cognitive issues you can present with muscle issues you can present with heart issues liver anything that has cells and mitochondrial disease is linked to many of your more, I would say, well-known diseases in autism, Parkinson's, Parkinson's, cancer. So, like I said, you know, when we first spoke our first couple of times, Mike, you're gonna hear more and more about mitochondrial disease and why I keep stressing to help us get ahead of it now because it's it's a nasty disease. You, you don't want it. I don't want it to affect anyone's family like it's affected mine. And look, even in your own everyday dealings, like I told you, you're coming across people that are affected by mitochondrial disease. You personally uh, had the adult onset part of this, correct? Because I remember, you know, I've known you for a long time and big, strong guy. You know what I mean? Uh, You're always, uh, you know, in great shape and stuff like that. And you still work out a lot. But tell me how this thing first cropped up and how it took, you know, how it started to impact the the life previously you had to where you are now and what you deal with day to day. Well, that's an interesting story in itself. You know, in doing family history, and I guess maybe to take a little bit of a step back, you know, mitochondrial disease, I mean, do I say it's fairly new science? Remember, I'm going to be 55 years old this year. So, you know, you go back, say, even 50 years, there wasn't much known about the science or even about mitochondrial disease. In doing my family history, it's probably something that they believe I was born with. Wow. Um, I had a difficult time growing up. Uh, people that know me best, staying on my feet. Uh, I had a lot of broken bones, a lot of different issues. I had um, something called pyloric stenosis as a baby. So mitochondrial disease, we believe, is probably something that I had but worked my way through up until, you know, adulthood. And then in my late 40s, got extremely aggressive, like you know. Yeah. And not able to, you know, overcome it. It got extremely aggressive, you know, affected my heart, 
to the point where I needed an aortic valve replacement. Wow. And, um, you know, my ability, my walking ability, you know, some cognitive issues and a lot of other things. But uh, you know, I won't bore you with all of well, that. Well, it's not a bore. I mean, when you see someone who, you know, it, it, it impacts everybody, you. It slows you know, you and, you know, imagine it. Um, imagine babies and children, you know, going through a lot of the symptoms that I'm telling you about. It's, uh, you know, they can't compensate as well. And, you know, they're not beating it. Um, you know, and being blunt, they're, you know, they're succumbing to it. They're dying from it. More children die from mitochondrial disease than, you know, pediatric cancer. That, that's a fact. Go look it up. And I find that a pretty staggering statistic. It's, um, it's, it's out there. It's a real, it's a real disease. It's a problem. And, and again, you know, as we talk about this, I want to direct everybody to the website hugsformido.org because that's where you can go and you can lend a hand to the battle against this. I mean, when it comes down to it, first off, it, just the idea of getting awareness out there. I mean, I think you did a great thing when you launched this. You are the uh, founder of Hugs for Mido, and this is a place where people have really started to understand that there's the illness out there. I never knew it. I mean, I always knew about the mitochondria. It just stuck in my head because I love the idea of that powerhouse of the cell. And when you painted that picture of trying to run a whole house off one battery, it just, just I, it, that's the image that you never forget. And you know, in talking last week when we talked to Annette about her daughter, and unfortunately her daughter passed away uh, after trying to battle this. And it was, it was a your very story, difficult thing. Um, I'm sure when you spoke to Annette, they break your heart. Seriously, hearing what they went through and how it impacted the family, and that's the other part. Your family has been there to support you, but this is this because everyone needs to take on extra roles as this mitochondrial disease. You know, number one, if it's you're an adult and you start to deal with it, that's one thing. It changes the dynamic. But having a child born, that's it's a tragic thing because we know the way this ends up. As you said, the mortality rate is not good. No, it's not good, and. You know, you you know, if you want to take it even further, you know, everybody in the family becomes caregivers. If you you know, if there's caregivers there to give you that care, and like you said, Mike, the, the whole family dynamic. Is... Yeah. You still there, Mike? Yes, I'm still here. Yeah, sorry about that. Sometimes our line goes a little crazy. Um, You've done a couple of things. And again, if you just tune in into Mix 1041, this is a chat between two old black knights, Mike Mullaney and Michael Goldberg, who is the founder of Hugs for Mito. This is New England Lifestyles, and we're talking about a rare disease, mitochondrial disease, which has unfortunately become a little more prevalent lately. You hear more about it. I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that you've done great work in getting the word out about this. Uh, but we really want to see more people understand that this is a real illness, that people are suffering from this greatly, and there's something to be done. You know, there's great research. The fact that you have uh, a partner in the effort to uh, find ways to not only treat, but uh, to just research this disease, why it happens, how we can get around it. And Mass General, one of the very best hospitals in the world, that's a good thing. And you, one of the other good things is that you need to be creative about how you fundraise. Because as we mentioned, the fundraising dollars, there aren't an unlimited resource of them. So you have to come up with ways for people to contribute to the fund. A couple of things I see you have going on. First off, everyone goes to the Cape, right? 
Absolutely. <laughs> Tell us about what you the condo, the beachfront condo that you have out there, and what we can do to get a piece of that action. We um, are working with two incredible gentlemen, and I will mention their names because I don't believe they're bashful. Richard Lonstein and Michael Longo. Nice. We met them last year when they held a beach bash for Hugs for Mido at their beautiful uh, condo on a private beach in East Sandwich. And, you know, instead of cutting, you know, I guess a check, Michael, they, you know, want to do something different. They're very philanthropic. They're incredible gentlemen and their home is absolutely gorgeous we've been there so we decided to hold i guess i'm going to call it a ticket extravaganza nice. we're selling 400 because we want to give people a real chance you know winning the opportunity for a vacation next year 2020 in july and ticket sales have been going well but we do still have tickets so we hope everyone gets in on the opportunity we're selling them through February 28th, and the drawing will be, you know, March 1st or March 2nd, $100 a ticket. So it's a fantastic opportunity. We want to save for a four or $5,000 opportunity. That's the home nice. is magnificent. So we hope everyone will get in on it and take a chance. And uh, your odds are pretty good. Much more than, uh, you know, playing the lottery, which <laughs> I, I, they did a, a, a display last week where they stacked up all the tickets people buy. The, the chance of scratching your way to prosperity in the lottery is a little more dim, but this is an opportunity. Look, we're all going to head out to take a vacation. Throw $100 down, support Hugs for Mido, and you could be having this beachfront week on the Cape, which is wonderful. I also see that you have, or you're in the planning stages of doing a Hugs for Mido run-walk next year. Um, well, I kind of put that out there. It's something that we've always wanted to do. We're looking for volunteers, people that really know how to put together a walk or a run. So if you're experienced, you have or know of a venue, something that would be suitable for obviously people with rare disease, mitochondrial disease, Remember, um, some of us are in mobility scooters, wheelchairs. We could really use your help. So contact us at hugsformito.org. Our information is online. My telephone number is online. So there's uh, many ways you can reach us. And we would, um, you know, we're welcome to all suggestions. And that's one thing that I love about this community that we have here on New England Lifestyles is folks listen. And we talk to a lot of folks who organize runs. I know that uh, a good friend of mine, Danny Dwyer, who lives in uh, Easton, has done lots of runs. I'm sure he knows some people. Look, at, if you're listening out there, folks, and you know uh, you have some tips on how to launch a, 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 an inaugural event with some folks with mobility issues, but we really want to do this because it's a great way to raise funds and we really do want to help fund Hugs for Mito's efforts on behalf of mitochondrial disease. So again, go to hugsformito.org. That's the place where you can find all the people in contact. If you have ideas, please, we really do welcome those. We're also on Instagram, just to throw it out there, at yep. Hugs for Mito. So it's another place you can find us as well. You're on Facebook too. I see you there all the time. We're on Facebook, so we, um, we're out there. All right, two last questions I want to ask you about. First off, 
tell me how you, about what happened with you and the uh, Schwarzenegger uh, of classic. Because that's pretty cool um, stuff. Schwarzenegger Classic is um, unbelievable. An amazing opportunity presented to us by a friend of ours. I've been there last couple of years. And, wow, what can I tell you about the Schwarzenegger Classic? It's um, an incredible network that I've belonged to the last couple of years. Very bright incredible people and i don't want to just call it a fitness network it's it's lifestyle michael it's um people from all walks of life um whether it be architecture fashion nonprofit like myself nice and i brought another um local boy this past year and Darren Jordan, uh, who, <laughs> the champion, uh, who represented <laughs> Hugs Pomido very well. That is fantastic. Oh uh, yeah, so it was really, um, you know, it was really cool. It was a nice way to bring about more awareness for Hugs Pomido. We had a great time. It's you know, it's a quick turnaround, and we we had a nice time. It we were there on the chiropractic side of the house. I don't think a lot of people realize that it's a chiropractic conference, really? but it's so, you know, fitness and wellness as well. So nice. we, uh, we enjoyed ourselves. Yeah, it was I a good time. I saw the photos. That was cool. Um, I do want to let, make sure that you get to mention the, uh, your better half who's been, uh, so instrumental in virtually everything you've done. Yes. Judy is, um, a founder of Hugs for Mido as well. It's the two of us. We do you know, a lot of work or the work ourselves. But I do, again, want to mention Dr. Mel Cara, working extremely closely with her. She's a brilliant doctor and sees mito patients. She's a researcher and geneticist. So, you know, we hope all of you will help us support her work. She's She's really is. She's doing some amazing things, Michael. Uh, I can't stress what a wonderful person and wonderful, you know, woman that she truly is. And, um, you know, I just hope not only locally, but I hope the world and whoever hears the broadcast gets behind her. She really, uh, she really deserves to, um, how do I want to put it, um, have her research seen and heard. Excellent. Well, I, I want to give you good kudos because over the course of time, you know, I, the one great thing about Facebook is you see folks you know and you see how they're doing. And it really looks like you've made some real good strides for yourself. Uh, you know, over the course of the first time we talked a couple of years ago to where you are now, it looks like you really get... Did you go to the Patriots game this weekend? I did, yeah. The, um, <laughs> oh, my God, we got so... I was going to say, every person who says who's going out to that game, here's a guy who's limited in, uh, because of the fight against Mito, but he still got out there and cheered the home team on. That's amazing. Yeah, we um very good friends of my wife's uh, that she works with. We were able to turn a couple of their tickets into handicapped seating. Nice. So we went and we braved the weather and... <laughs> We were extremely grateful, and even though we went prepared with rain gear and everything else, it was a 
Stokes Fest, but it was nice to see the home team win one. So we had a, we had a nice time. Well, again, the, the information you're going to need about this illness and the fight against it and everything that Michael and Judy and everyone is doing in this fight can be found at hugsformido.org. Michael, it's great to talk to you, and I'm sure we'll be talking again uh, soon to keep the voice out there to let people know about the fight against mitochondrial disease. Michael, always a pleasure. Thank you so much for having us on.